Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, are you holding yourself back? Well, enough already. On today's show, we're going to teach you how to tap into the present to live with more passion. So grab something to take notes with, and we'll be back in less than 30 seconds. Hey, everyone. Charlie here. Did you know Eva and I have a really cool e-commerce shopping site? It's shopcharlieandeva.com. Check it out. You'll find custom designs that might just make a statement about you. And some great gift items, too. That's shopcharlieandeva.com. We're adding more designs every month, so be sure to keep checking back in. One last time, shopcharlieandeva.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks, everyone, for joining. How are you, Charles? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm ready to learn. I have something to take notes with myself. I know, and I'm feeling very Captain Marvel-like today, so I'm excited, Uh-oh. too. Okay. Um, I'm excited for our guest today, and I want to tell you a little bit about her before we start. Our guest today is Elizabeth Trinkus. She's the owner of Pinnacle View, a life enrichment company. She's a speaker. She's the author of Enough Already, Yes You Are. And she's a coach who has been inspiring audiences around the globe for over 25 years. Elizabeth is a certified trainer in the Canfield Success Principles, a Louise Hay Heal Your Life Prince. Oh. Certified trainer in the Louise Hay Heal Your Life Principles. I'm having a hard time. And today. we know about her. And That's holds cool. a BS in counseling. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> oh, it's all of our perfect imperfections. I love it. I'll do the it's same. It's a perfect in, show for this, a, right? <laughs> it is. I will do the same in a matter of minutes. So no, no worries at all. <laughs> so I wanted to talk a little bit about your book, um, Enough Already. Yes, you are. And before we even start, I'm assuming that folks can get that on Amazon? Yes, they okay. can, and indie books also. Um, I know Amazon's the easy way, and I always love to uh, promote the independent bookstores if they want to look it up that way. Oh, that's great. That's great. So the book, Enough Already, Yes, You Are. Why did you write this book? I wrote it because... I discovered I had feelings of not enough in every corner of my life. Um, growing up, um, not feeling pretty enough dating or smart enough in school or funny enough with friends. And I hid it. I, I felt like I was the only one. And, mm-hmm. uh, we in our culture, we're, we're good at unconscious comparing and we're only comparing up. And uh, what I mean by unconscious is, is we don't even know we're doing it sometimes. And I did it for decades. And I had the opportunity with the help of several coaches to really look at what I am telling myself. And it was a game changer for me. So I had the opportunity to see me who I am with all my perfect imperfections, just figuring it out as I go every step of the way in life. And then me trying to be enough, hoping I'm liked, hoping I'm loved, hoping I'm accepted. And um, 
the me that was hoping and efforting and struggling was, was tired and exhausted and sad by it. And when I realized that there are tools available to shift from that place of not enough, like glasses that we're wearing, as an example, and that we look through the lenses of the glasses and, every, you know, everything we feel, we feel that we are not enough looking through them. And then the opportunity mm-hmm. to take the glasses off and just be ourselves again, um, figuring it out as we go. Uh, not about having it all together, but really bringing in more lightness, more ease, more joy, less comparing. Um, that is why I sat down and and wrote the book. You know, I love what you're saying about that because it is so exhausting to try to put on this fake front, right? Mm. And But it gets to the point, too, where you've had the fake front on for so long, you really don't even understand who you are at a core level. So when you're looking at writing the book, I mean, how did you actually get to who you really are? Because all that time spent being someone else, how do you then start unraveling, you know, our true self? It's a a great question, Eva, and it was and is a journey. Uh, It's an opportunity to uh, listen to your intuition, um, follow your passion. And um, I host women's wellness retreats, and Mm -hmm. I love doing that. And the women at the end of the retreats would come up to me every time. I mean, every time and say, you need to put these tools in a book. You need to put these tools in a book. Because I feel so different. I feel so much lighter. I feel so much more confident. I feel so much more myself. And I didn't even know who that was. So I I wrote the book also for that. And it's an opportunity to uh, one foot in front of the other. The idea of when we shift from the not enough, who we are is there and always has been as opposed to having to go out and and take forever to find ourselves. It can feel like that at times. But who we are is right here, right now. And that's going to be so much easier to access, and it's what my clients find out, when we realize we don't have to have that front, that front mm-hmm. of um, putting on a show, um, wearing wearing a million hats, hoping that we're enough. And it, it comes with more grace than we feel like when we've got the front on. And I, I live from experience. And I use the tools every day. I want to really put out there, and I do this with all the groups I speak in front of. Every tool in this book I use every day. It's not like mm-hmm. I wrote the book and now I'm enough. I am mm-hmm. enough, and I am enough every day, but I remind myself every single day that I am enough with the tools. I have to shift from um, doubting Dottie, if you will, to believing Betty who lives within chapter two um, or doubting Danny or, and believing Bobby. Um, we get to shift from that doubting place. That's just part of being human. So it's not a flip of a switch. I wish it was for me and all of our listeners. <laughs> it is a, a process and it's really worth it and it and it really works because we feel so much better and we get to enjoy this this very precious life that we're living no it's cool um 
Elizabeth. And what comes to mind to me is there is a light switch here. Um, and to me, the light switch is, you know, I go back to my Dorothy days, right? Um, all she had to do was click her heels three times, but no, she had to go through the thing. She had to fight the witch. She had to go through all that. All she had to do was click her heels. So what I'm getting here is, you know, enough already. All you have to do is get the book. Start from there, right? And start implementing the tools. And, and, you know, we have now Elizabeth Trinkus as a teammate and a coach for everyone. Um, and, you know, we can start changing everything and make everything better. Well, and I, and I love that you said that because I mean, we always talk about the Wizard of Oz and I'm always like, okay, so she just had to click her heels three times, but nobody told her that. Mm-hmm. And what if she only got, what if she only did it twice? Yeah. Right. I mean, and then, and, and she was just one short and who knew? She was like right there before she even started the journey. She did it twice. She was right more. there. Yeah. She was right there. And, and, you're right. You know, you're so right, Charlie. You know, now, you know, Elizabeth's written this book and we've got these tools and, and, and that's what I actually love about this time in our lives. And it's just getting better and better because I know that a lot of people out there are saying, well, there's a lot of things that are bad. And I agree, but there are a lot of things that are so good. And one of the things that are so good is that there's people like you out there that have this message that can really touch the lives of the, of the people that you encounter, which is, terrific and give them the tools because in the past when we had issues or you know one of the reasons that we were hiding so much is because no one talked about being your authentic self i mean that was just never ever discussed it was nose to the grindstone and keep going um and so i love that you actually created this book that has the tools for the people that are in your workshops and for the people that read it and so let's talk a little bit about who exactly the book is for? I mean, to me, it feels like it's just about for anybody really that's struggling. It it really is. In the intro of the book, uh, there's a whole um, chapter on who it's for. And the bottom line is it is for everyone because we live in a culture that tells us we are not enough somehow. All the advertising, uh, everything we see, it was, somehow we are not smart enough, pretty enough, not going fast enough, don't make enough. And it's, it's very sneaky, if you will. Um, there's a, another chapter called 86, The Mirage, the idea that you see the mirage in front of you and you go, 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 and you get to the mirage and it, and it fades away. And then you're on to the next one. It's like, if I just do more, if I just have more. And no one has ever won that way. No one has ever arrived that way. And so the enough is a moment-to-moment experience that we get to have right now in the present moment, which will give you energy for all your dreams and goals. It brings in more creative energy, more inspiration for your dreams and goals. It isn't when I have that position I am enough, or when I am married, I I am enough, or when I have kids, I am enough. We're enough right now. And I talked to so many people. Um, I recently talked to someone in a large corporation, like, what's wrong with me? I have it, if you will. I got the job. I got the salary. I got the partner. I got, and what's wrong with me? And again, we're taught that it's out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I asked them, where are you? 
in this? Where where are you in your life? Because you are so busy having these titles or getting this house or job or wherever. And it and and they they their response was, I'm nowhere in it. I was just running to get this because I wanted to be enough. And so it's an opportunity to stop and look and to stand on our platform enough right here, right now, and allow that to inspire whatever that is we're doing in our lives. And so it really is, the book really is for everyone. And it's, it, and it shifts our thinking to, to a very, it's a much more satisfying place to live, not complacent. It's satisfying. Instead of my, my, my enoughness is out there, which it isn't, it never is, it's impossible. It's like I, I am enough and I get to create from that place. You know, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So we have to take our first break. Um, our guest today is Elizabeth Trinkus. She's the author of Enough Already, Yes, You Are. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we'll be right back. Let's face it. Getting noticed at work can be tough. And if you're someone that struggles with anxiety when giving a presentation, voicing your opinion, or sharing your skills with other professionals, it can be even tougher. Hi, I'm Eva Levandusky, and I know how it feels. You have the confidence, yet when all eyes are on you, the fear can kick in. I tried everything from Toastmasters to hypnosis and nothing helped. But in my search, I uncovered a secret. There was nothing wrong with me. I just needed the right combination of tools and support. So I developed my own program that teaches you how to calm the physical symptoms, stop the negative self-talk, and shows you how to confidently step into the role of leader, regardless of your job title. If you do the work, this program is not only effective, it's fast. So reach out to me at Eva at charlieandeva.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's your turn to step into the spotlight. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Um, segment two, Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And we are speaking today with our very special guest, Elizabeth Trinkus, and she's the owner of Pinnacle View and her book, Enough Already, You Are, Yes, You Are, is available on Amazon. And um, this term, enough already, I just, it's sticking in my head, enough already, okay? Yes, you are. <laughs> I, I think it's great. Um, and let me just share first, um, your website is pinnacleview.net, pinnacleview.net, and this is where Everyone can go to learn more about our new teammate uh, and coach, Elizabeth Trinkus. So um, great job, by the way, Elizabeth, um, with the book. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny, um, just uh, what's today? So just the other night, I met someone and it was this, he was describing this exact scenario. You know, mm-hmm. he was on the phone. And he was flipping through things, emails, and he was saying, God, you know, I'm doing so much. I, I have an interview on Monday. Um, I got this job. I'm always traveling. I have a place in Florida. I had actually two places in Florida. I had to, I had to just slow him down just so I could speak. And, um, his point was he's in a position now where he's out of breath and he doesn't know what to do. And if this was, if I met this guy next week, 
I would have said, maybe you already, maybe you're already enough for where you're headed. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have enough already. Mm-hmm. Maybe you mm-hmm. had enough five years ago. You could even pull back a little. I mean, this book yeah. would be exactly what he needs. I think it's fantastic. Never looked at it as enough already as much as, you know, I need to better myself. I need to keep climbing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Enough already is makes perfect sense. So great job on that. Um, so, you know, here's, here's where it gets a little tricky, right? When we go into the corporation and I know that you take a lot of pride and you, uh, do a lot of workshops and which I think is a great thing. You know, some of the concerns inside the workshop in the workplace is, you know, we all suffer from the same issues, everything you're talking about, right? So the challenge I feel that you have is to maintain that balance of what you want to offer to the person staying within the guidelines of what the corporation is asking you to achieve, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it can be tricky, if that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I want you to do a workshop uh, because we have a lot of people coming in late. And they're just stagnant in what they're doing and they have ambivalence towards their job. I need you to pump them up, you know. And um, that's a little different than inspiring them that their authentic self is already there. You just got to go in there and, <laughs> and use these tools to bring it out, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's where it gets tricky. Uh, do you prefer dealing through the corporation or with the people directly or you make no difference? Well, I have both. I have uh, companies that call me in for specific things um, to help people reduce stress and um, feel better about themselves so they are better leaders. And then I have individuals within corporations that bring me in specifically for their teams. And yes, it, it can be, it can be tricky. Um, I have to get to hold to my vision of what I do and and why I do it. And so I do, I have turned down jobs. I'm just saying, hey, this is what I do and it doesn't quite fit with what you're asking me to do. And of course, there's people who are, who need exactly with uh, what you need. Um, I mean, they give what you are asking. So I really, I hold to to the vision of the work, but I really get what, what you're saying, Charlie, that, um, it, it can be tricky because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really having people go within and own their worth, own their personal power today. And when they do, they feel differently and they have more energy and they'll get clearer about their job and why they might be complacent or why they might be coming in late and maybe they don't want to be there. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so they'll get clearer on that and what that is for them. And um, and that makes a difference. It, it, it really does because, of course, the corporation wants people who are the right fit also. So so I I hold to the vision, but ultimately – really helping people find, discover, live from that platform of enough that's already there for them. 
instead of constantly looking outside themselves for validation and to feel that enough and satisfaction that, that we all long for. And, you know, I had a question for you, too, when while we're talking around corporate workshops. Are you seeing a shift in corporate at all? Um, I was just speaking with someone that went into a, a new corporate environment, like a startup. They have quite a few employees, and I was shocked to find out that they knew the Enneagram and the Myers-Briggs type of everyone on the team. And actually they had to know it on the team and then would also then take into account those different personality types for the team, which I thought Mm -hmm. was really kind of incredible. So I I hear Mm -hmm. that, but then I know, I also know that with our time in corporate, it just seemed like stuff was almost going backwards. And I was wondering Mm -hmm. what your take is, because I would think that the corporations that were bringing you in um, were moving in a different direction. However, I can also see that at times, I remember we used to go to a ton of these different things um, with leadership never really moving in that direction. Like this was nice to have, but this is how we're going to keep doing things. And I was just wondering what your take is on it with all the workshops that you've done. I am seeing a lot of changes that are very, very positive and very, very pleasing to me. I mean, people are really getting it. Um, And Mm -hmm. a great example is how Brene Brown has gone from zero to a thousand. And she goes into corporations and these are like so many diverse corporations across the board. And she is teaching how vulnerability is courage. And we all know for years, uh, feeling vulnerable uh, was weakness to us. And she is shining the light on how vulnerability is courage. And when you allow yourself to be vulnerable, you're owning your courage. Doesn't mean you're comfortable. You are standing in the arena. You are being courageous and you are speaking from that place or working from that place or when you lead from that place. It is so impactful. So I am I am thrilled to see the changes that are happening now. And people are really, really getting that it is an inside job. I mean, that's what Brene is doing um, with all the research she's done and the gifts that she's, she's giving out. And. And people are leading from a different place, which is so much more powerful and impactful. Well, and what I like about that is it almost seemed that for a long time, not all, but many leaders moved into that leadership spot because they were a bit on the sociopathic spectrum because vulnerability wasn't allowed. And so the ones that truly were invulnerable because they had little to no emotion were the ones that were mm-hmm. moving up the corporate ladder. Mm-hmm. And so finally, we're starting to see that people are realizing, like, wait a second, some of these people have no moral compass. Like, yeah, they have no emotion about the decisions that they're making within their company. But on the other hand, they also have no emotion about anything and are therefore not necessarily the best people to be running an organization because all organizations are really made of people and clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to have that vulnerability and to have that leadership piece. So, and to, and to lead from that place of vulnerability because it yeah. just shows a, that you're human and the people that work for you yeah. are human. And like you said, 
the biggest thing is it unleashes when everybody's feeling comfortable, it unleashes everybody's creativity and, and you can really move. So you can move forward so much faster and so much better and really Mm -hmm. take care of your employees and the clients. But I'm wondering too, when you go in, do you ever get pushback when you start talking about this? Uh, I don't from, uh, they may be doing that internally. <laughs> mm, okay. But, uh, um, um, I, I get good feedback externally because it really, really works. And I know I personally have learned this and, and, and practiced it myself. I've been doing the work for over 20 years. And in the beginning, Charlie and Eva, I, Remember, I did not want to show my vulnerability. I did not want to show my weakness. I did not want to talk about where I was confused and felt not enough because I felt like I'm here to lead or to coach you. And if if you hear that, you're not going to want me to lead or coach you. And discovering through the years, uh, the, the more vulnerable I am, um, the more transparent I am, uh, the more real I am, the more effective I am. So it's a very interesting switch. It took me a while. And, um, and it's a great, it's such a great thing because like, like you said, Eva, I mean, the, the, the more we, we are real, the, the more our real work is going to come through. And we are all human and we are all going to make mistakes and uh, we don't have to put up the front anymore. We get to hmm. show up how we are, where we are. Um, our best is really enough. And it's an opportunity to um, apply tools every day that reminds us of our value and worth from the inside out, which hmm. is what really brings success to the different corners of our life. You know, and I love that you said that because that was something that I noticed even with a lot of the people that I was reading over the years because I've been reading personal development and spirituality and self-help since my 20s. And so it's been a long time mm-hmm. that I've been reading it and following some of the, the major authors and then the not major authors. But like a Wayne Dyer or a Carolyn Mays, I mean, as they got mm-hmm. older, they became much more real in what they spoke mm-hmm. about. And mm-hmm. I remember myself feeling like, Finally, somebody's talking about what's really happening because you go on these different paths and you think, well, I've really made a shift. And then something happens and you find yourself just like down in the depths, like you're so angry or you're so miserable or you're so you're grieving so deeply. And you're like, well, all of these tools are out the window. And that's not really the case. And when when, you know, you go up there and you're actually speaking from a place of sincerity and vulnerability you show people that yeah day-to-day things can be so much better but there will still be times when you're struggling because life isn't always easy but you want the times that um your day-to-day you want that to be really really great and you can reach that so that's what i love about that when you talk about vulnerability it's um it is called you know being authentic at the risk of being vulnerable, the, the bar yeah. is high for you. You have a lot of responsibility, especially in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And we say that because, you know, even I spent a lot of years in the world. You worked on Y1K, I forget. I remember. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, 
So uh, I think, you know, your job in there is very important. Um, and I would, once I know you're a teammate and it's not a propaganda session, I would embrace, like you mentioned earlier, Eva, uh, my creativity will flow because I have no fear. Yes. I just think uh, you can change the world. Um, and then even if everybody in the room is talking about the same workplace issue, you could even take that issue back and say, you know, guys, if we watered this down a little bit, I think your your productivity would be off to the races. So you have a really hard role and real responsible role in that corporation. And I think it's really cool. So, again, we're loving this conversation. We're going to go ahead and take our second break. Stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on TalkZone. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we are excited today to be speaking with Elizabeth Trinkus. She's the author of Enough Already, Yes, You Are, and you can learn more about her at PinnacleView.net. You can also get the book on um, Amazon, and there is also an independent bookseller that you can get through the website as well and get the book there. So, I'm loving everything we're talking about, and I know that you have a favorite success story, and I'm really excited to hear about that. Can you tell us oh, a little thanks. bit about that? Sure, Eva. I, I, I have several, but I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the one when um, Cisco Corporation um, brought me in to want, work with one of their team members who was very very stressed, and it was affecting um, their her entire team. And um, when I met her, she said, I'm 150% work and I have no time for me. And she had started smoking, eating crap food and uh, didn't, was very um, skeptical as to whether anything I brought to her, handed to her tools I offered was going to make a difference. And um, we sat down and talked and she explained how she never... Um, shut her door and that she tried to take every single call. And uh, the the short of it was that she was telling herself at a very, very core level that she was never, ever enough. So all the good work that she did do, she never experienced. She never believed, she never knew existed because if we're wearing those glasses of not enough, we are just not enough. It's what we see. And she began to be open to the possibility that that is a belief system she learned very early on and that 
there are these glasses, if you will, that you get to take off and that perhaps she was doing a good job and had been. And I talked with her. She came to one of my retreats months later and she said, you are not going to believe it. She said, I got a raise. I got a promotion and I'm doing less work. And Mm. I absolutely believed it with all my heart, with all the goosebumps all over me. I was so happy for her. Uh, she, she was, of course, we, we get that when we work better, we, we don't have to work harder and faster, but when we work better, we're more effective. So she did start shutting her door and taking a few moments just for herself. She stopped saying yes to everything and said, you know what, I'm going to get back to you, to some people, because she knew it was impossible to do everything on her plate. She was a happier leader. And what happens when you're a happier leader? Your employees are happier. They're less scared of you, (laughs) she said. And they become more effective. And as a team, they're working more as a beautiful, well-oiled machine. And um, she has come to almost every retreat I've had uh, across the country. And she continues to come and sends people to me. The bottom line is noting, slowing down enough so we can find out what we're telling ourselves because we might just be doing a good job. But if we're telling ourselves we're not, we're going to feel we are not and we're going to act it. So every thought has an action and every action has an outcome. So T-A-O, her thinking was 100% I'm not enough. So what do you do when you're not enough? You keep going, 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 doing more, taking on more. And those those were her actions. And then the outcome was I'm never feeling enough because I can never do all these things I've taken on. She shifted the thought, being open to the possibility that I am enough. And she started acting enough. And when she started acting enough, her outcomes were enough. And she was seeing, of course, more productivity and uh, pleasure within the the team, lightness, um, which means uh, less heavy energy, less fearful energy, less stressful energy. And it absolutely brought in more creativity for the team to do what what they were there to do. And, of course, the company loved that. Yep, that's that's, that's the reason why you do what you do. That's for sure. No, and you know, I love what you were saying because um I love the thought has an action, action has an outcome. So when she was thinking she wasn't enough, the action was that she was acting as though she weren't enough. And then that mm-hmm. had an outcome because that was starting to impact her health because the smoking and the eating the junk oh, food yeah. and the stress yeah. was going to eventually take a toll. And um, oh, yes. and she would eventually, you know, be out of that position one way or yes, another. Thank you for mentioning that. She did quit smoking and started eating well and dropped 50 pounds, literally. I didn't add that to the story, but truly just really, you know, body, mind and spirit. You shift that thought and you start liking yourself more and then you're going to be kinder to yourself. And um, that ripple effect is profound. So thank you for mentioning that. Um, here's the thing, uh, some, and that's a very common issue in the workplace, right? I mean, pretty much everybody we worked with. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, yeah. and the, the thing is not 
all of us are in the position of leadership or management. Most of us are in the position of a worker person that has the same um, issues, right? Overworked, stressed, eating, drinking, smoking, staying up late, saying yes to everything. And um, the challenge is to provide coaching to them like you do, but also to the managers and leaders that you do provide this enlightenment to and they do change their life, try to nudge them to make sure it trickles down, right? Yes. Because the guys at the bottom don't have that luxury of shutting their door and saying, I'll get back to you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Great, great point, Charlie. Although I do have a story about that. Because I was working once when you were when you were talking about um, how she shut her door and she was able to do less and get more done. I did work with someone that was not at leadership level, had just he he was restarting his career. He had been a director and decided that he wanted to come into I.T. And this was kind of in the semi early days of I.T. Um, And so he was not at a leadership level. And I remember one day asking him if he had done a report that our director had asked each of us to do. And he said, Oh no. And I said, well, what do you mean? Oh no. He said, Oh no, I don't, I don't fill any of his requests until he's asked me three times. When he asks me the third time, then I know he's serious. And I thought, Holy cow. And he ended up becoming a director and a leader and making a ton of money. And that was a real eye opener for me because I realized that there were times that I would hand in a report And he would look at it like he didn't even know what that was that I had done. And so it wasn't so much to not do it, but there was more around the getting more information, questioning a little bit, seeing if you could move it into a different direction, you know, and definitely doing less, you know. It's as if he read the book. It's as if you run the book. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't have to go 90 miles an hour in the left lane. I'm fine doing the speed limit in the middle lane. Well, and that's what I had found. I mean, it was an eye opener for me to see people that I worked with. The ones that seemed to do less were moving up more because they were calm. They were getting stuff done. It was an eye opener for me to see that. Um, It really is. Because it's less. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that it was it was such an eye opener because that is not what I had been taught. It was always, you know, go 90 miles an hour, get everything done, nose to the grindstone, don't look up, you got to keep going, blah, blah, blah. And that wasn't actually what I was seeing is the people that were really making it. Yeah, yeah. And they're working yeah. less out of fear and more out of their gifts. And then, and we know we are so much more effective when we're coming from a place of talent or, or our gift. And to, to speak to what you were talking to before and when a leader, um, steps up and takes care of themselves and how it affects others. Um, I was working with a team in San Jose and the director said to me, I had a heart attack. It will never happen again. And when I feel myself hitting the wall, I step back, I walk around the building, and I tell my team to do the same, that taking care of yourself is more important than anything. And that was, of course, music to my ears. And then I went over to another building to work with another team, and this guy said to me, you know, I've got a mentor in this other building, and he says, when I start feeling really, really stressed 
and really anxious. He told me to get up from my desk, walk around, and come back. And my head is clear, of course. And that thing that I thought I had to take care of at that second could possibly wait. And I am doing better work. And so that is, again, an example of um, taking care of ourselves and doing good work. Uh, The idea that we are already enough and we get to listen to ourselves and um, and our our beings and 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 hear what we need and take care of ourselves. So I wanted to take a step back with that story. And so she was really when you first started working with her. I mean, she just felt like she just wasn't enough. She was needing to go, uh, you know, a hundred miles an hour. Like, what were some of the first steps that you took with her to start getting some buy-in on? you know, on your methodology and for her to start getting an understanding that this was a good way to look, to, to move forward? One simple way was stopping long enough to understand uh, what she was telling herself. So I use SNL and it's not Saturday Night Live, but everybody remembers <laughs> it that way. <laughs> so the S stands for just, just stop. And we stopped. We literally stopped in the boardroom. Stopped. And notice, and what's the story you're telling yourself? And her story was, became very clear to her very quickly. The story of not enough and I have to do more and that that is my identity and I will be enough, loved, accepted, et cetera, when I do everything. And so noticing her story was very powerful and profound because it's not that she woke up any morning and thought, it consciously. It was a very unconscious, in our culture, very common, unfortunately, story that she had running. So the noticing of it was really helpful that, okay, that's what I'm telling myself. And denoting that she couldn't do everything and nobody can, you know, there needed to be 10 people for the position that she was in. And then the L stands for love. And it's powerful and it's potent. And how might I take care of myself instead of pushing, pushing, pushing? How might I take care of myself here? Be kinder to myself with my self-talk. So instead of I'm not enough, I'm not enough. You know what? My best is enough right here. I'm going to do all I can today. SNL, stop, notice, love. And reminding yourself at the end of the day, which she started doing, that of what she did do instead of what she didn't do. She would leave work and think about all the things she didn't do, and it affected her entire commute home, how she was in the evening, how she slept, how stressful she was when she got up in the morning. And instead of looking at what she didn't do, she focused on what she did do. And it was a breakthrough for her. So it's simple, powerful tools not easy. I'm not pretending they're easy because these stories we have are really, really ingrained in us and they've been ingrained in us for generations. So we are breaking, we are disrupting patterns big time by doing this mm-hmm. and we deserve it and we're worth it. And she really got that. And so she, mm-hmm. she took the time to apply the tools every day to notice what she was telling herself, stop, notice, love, SNL, shift from the incessant doubting place within her to the encourager. So what would you tell a best friend? If you don't know what to say to yourself that's nice or encouraging, what would you tell a friend? Because we've all got that really quickly. 
the sheet all throughout the day, shifting from the doubter to the encourager, from that critic to the empowered voice. And what does that do? It lightens you up. Again, a thought creates an action, action creates an outcome. So her actions were lighter and her outcomes were more positive and powerful. I love that. I love that so much. So everybody write this down right now. So SNL, stop, notice what you're telling yourself, and then love. Be the how, encourager. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, how might, how might I take care of myself? And then also remember, thought has an action, and action has an outcome. So we're going to go ahead and take our final break. We're speaking with Elizabeth Trinkus. Not done yet. Not done yet. We'll mm-hmm. be right back. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. This is Charlie Lobosco. If you're working on a development project practicing agile methodologies, this message is for you, regardless of your role on the team. Agile is a faster, smarter, and more efficient way to develop and deliver continuous results. If this is not happening in your agile environment, reach out right now. My agile coaching and certification training programs empower you with agile skills that encourage collaboration, increase productivity, and even improve overall team morale. Now that's making a difference. I say become agile certified the right way, regardless of your role on the team, and then watch what happens. Reach out right now to charlie at charlieandiva.com and let's continue this conversation. Your future is counting on you. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Um, this show is over the top with information, and we're just loving it. Uh, I always say, and I'll say it again, we get to cheat. Um, and today we're, we get to cheat because we get the benefits of what Elizabeth brings to the table. So we're grateful for that. Thank you so much. Um, uh, her book, Enough Already, Yes, You Are, is available right now on Amazon and all the other um, book-buying websites. <laughs> and Elizabeth's website is PinnacleView.com. That's her company. .net. I'm sorry, PinnacleView.net. <laughs> no um, that's, see, I have no fear. And of making a mistake. Of making a mistake. So thank well. you for that correction. And it's pinnacleview.net. Excellent. Um, you know, I have some, I have a residual comment or two from the last segment. Um, and that is, you know, um, a lot of us in corporate are very, um, cynical, uh, just like the story you told in the beginning. And the thing is, what you're, providing is not weak because by putting yourself first by going inside and finding your authentic self um, that we know in the workplace work is hard right and we know as adults we have to deliver that's not in question when we're coming from a place of calm um, less stress and less fear we're going to get way more quality out of our job performance. And that is the message, right? It's not that it's weak. It's that it's actually going to improve the quality of work, which mm-hmm. sometimes is a hard sell, but it's true, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're at the point where, no, you got to work harder. To get more work done, you got to work harder. Um, and, okay, uh, now I know what to say when that happens. Here, there's a book I need you to get. It's called Enough Already, Yes, You Are. 
go to Amazon right now um, and and get it. And that's that's my advice. So that's really cool. You know, um, we're talking about success stories, and I don't know. You know, what came to my mind was what you were sharing in the beginning, Elizabeth. Um, and I know you've come a long way, and we're very grateful. But something triggered you early on in your life to, I don't know if it was do some research, get some coaching. Um, something brought you to the uh, the the revelation of becoming this person this coach and giving back right and that is you know you have to be open enough when that happens to pursue it and I, i'm bringing that up now because you know a lot of us may not have gone there you know we would have just kept our nose mm-hmm. down and kept going right mm-hmm. so we need that courage to go and find a coach, right? And, and a teammate mm-hmm. that can help us. Or go to a workshop or buy a book or when we're feeling that, mm-hmm. you know, if you're feeling all of a sudden that things are just not working, right? Like she mm-hmm. started smoking or you're eating too much mm-hmm. or you're eating junk food mm-hmm. or you're finding yourself just plopping down in front of the TV because you're absolutely exhausted mm-hmm. to start just to just understand that there is a different way to do things. There is a different way. Yeah. And you may not find it. Like for myself, I knew I wasn't going to find it within my own family, not even necessarily within my friends group or even within yeah. my work group. And I just started looking elsewhere because things were not working for me. I was not feeling well. My my health was starting to get impacted. Something yeah. needed to shift. And I needed to find out from someone else. And you pick up one book, you pick up one counselor, and maybe they're not working. You just have to just yeah. keep going until you find what is working for you. Yeah, so and I think a success story, I was thinking of you, right? Because um, all of your hard work and gifts that you bring to the table started somewhere. And it started with, you know, you saying you had some of these conscious and subconscious issues like everyone else, and you wanted yeah. them, um, I don't nurtured. <laughs> And that step, that that initial step that you took, I think, is the beginning of a success story for everyone, right? Oh, absolutely. I have an amazing coach in Santa Barbara that I I say she's on speed dial. (laughs) And um, I call her whenever I need to. Uh, We all need to get out of our own heads. And that's why coaches make such... A profound difference because if we are not running things by somebody else that we really trust and has really great tools, then we are going to think the same thoughts over and over and over again. And we may not even know that those old stories, if you will, of not enough are running the show. Uh, Deepak Chopra says we have 60,000 thoughts a day and 50,000 of them are repeats. And so we are thinking the same thoughts every day. And if we are somehow telling ourselves it's not enough, we are acting it. So I definitely am, of course, a huge believer in, in having coaches. I, I have a coach and I love coaching the people I do. So I'm holding the space for you to step into your greatness. I am holding the mirror for you to see who you really are separate from yep. the limiting beliefs. 
We are yeah. merged, if you will, like our fingers are intertwined with our two hands. We are so merged with our limiting beliefs. We believe on a certain level that that is who we are, and it's not the truth. And as we take our hands apart, there is a you with all your perfect imperfections, and there's the stuff, the stories, the limiting beliefs that we all have huh. from being yep. human, and we always will, but we're not those stories. And when we have the opportunity to separate out from the crap that we're telling ourselves, oh my gosh, we feel differently, we feel more empowered, we feel more hopeful, and that's what a great coach will hold for you. Hold up hmm. that mirror so you can see your own greatness. And this is an ego. This is your spirit greatness because you are enough already. Yep. And I love that you say you use the tools daily, right? Um, yes. And that's important. They're like It's like your vitamins, you know? Well, yes. and I think it's also important, you know, to know, like, you know, to use those tools daily and to also understand that a lot of that unconscious programming got in there because of different things that we let in. So we'll have maybe a hundred people tell us something positive and we'll believe the one negative person. Yeah. And it's really all about saying like questioning, like, why am I listening to this person that many times is pretty miserable themselves? Like, why would I take that in and let that be the yeah. truth of what I let into my unconscious? Yeah. yeah. Right. Why am I letting nice. that in? And why point. am I letting that that noise into my psyche so yeah and you know like yeah. with all of what we discussed and everything that you say and um tell us i was thinking where would be the best place for us to start and you know i, I read somewhere about a seven-day challenge that you have that you had suggested um so where would I start? So I got, I was enlightened by you. I know how to get your book, which I need to get. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Enough already. Yes, you are. <laughs> what can I, <laughs> what else can I do in the meantime to get started with this transformation? Uh, one thing is, um, I have a gift I offer everybody on my website. When you go to pinnacleview.net, um, you can click on a link that is the backpack exercise. Um, you'll see it on the homepage, sign up, free download to the backpack exercise. It is my client's very favorite exercise. And it is, in short, the opportunity to recognize that all of our stuff, all of our limiting beliefs, all our not enough, if you will, we're wearing in an imaginary backpack on our back. I walk you through taking the backpack off, setting it next to you. We're not pretending the stuff's not there. We're saying there's a you and there's a stuff and space is your friend. The space between you and the stressor, if you will, is your friend. And so I walk you through that whole exercise and it's something that my clients continue to do on a regular basis. And I hear from them, oh yeah, I put it in the backpack and I took the backpack off. And again, we're not pretending it, the stuff's not there for a second. We're saying life can be really challenging and really stressful. And I have tools now that really work that allow me to create space between me and the stressor. So I have a little bit more deeper breath to how am I going to deal with the situation, take care of myself, take care of others around me. And it's, it's a great, it's a great exercise that um, is 
is there for you on the on the website. So that's a next really really great step. Um, I'm happy to talk to people individually. Um, I know literally in one session if we're the right fit, mm-hmm. and I will let you know, and you'll know too. Um, but have, being the right fit is really important to me because I want you to get what you need, and I'll know if I can I can be that support person for you or not. Um, so anyone can reach out and we'll know right away if we're a great fit. And then if we are, I will share all these great tools that really, really work. And then, Excellent. of course, there's team workshops and, and retreats that are available. You can go to my calendar page on the website, Pinnacle View. Excellent. So um, please, guys, go to the website, PinnacleView.net. Get the backpack exercise. It'll Start the transformation and um, go from there. And then you have a coach and our new teammate, Elizabeth Trinkus, available. Um, and, of course, her book, Enough Already, Yes, You Are. Go to Amazon and the like and, um, you know, start using those tools. You know, Elizabeth, this show has been fantastic and we are very grateful mm-hmm. to have had you and we learned a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth. It was uh, great. I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you both. Thank you for the opportunity and for the great work you are you are doing in this world. Ah, thank you. <laughs> and again, for our listeners, it's PinnacleView.net. The book is Enough Already, Yes, You Are, a step-by-step guide to crushing the myth that if you do just one more thing, you will finally be enough. And it's available on Amazon and on IndieBound also, which are independent bookstores. Thank you, Charles. It was a great show. Thank you, Eva. I agree. (laughs) So this is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Have a great week. You've been listening to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Special thanks to our producer, Dave Olson, and the TalkZone family. All our replays are available at TalkZone.com or in the iTunes store. Also, be sure to download the free TalkZone app so you can listen to our show at any time. Your suggestions and comments are always welcome. Please email us at info at charlieandeva.com. Thanks again for listening.